The man has only one look for Christ's sake. Blue steel, Ferrari, Latigra, they're the same face. Doesn't anyone notice this? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. All right, guys, welcome to the Crazy Pills podcast. And um, today what I'm going to talk about is uh, kind of like my manifesto, manifesto um, about exercise and the wellness, okay, because they're related. So it's going to be a little bit different because a lot of times, you know, uh, in the previous episodes, I'm basically, <laughs> I'm basically pointing out stuff that I think is uh, ridiculous. We're like obviously inconsistent and it's almost like we're just asleep and we take for granted. Whereas um, what I'm going to talk about today, <clears throat> it's actually an area where um, I guess like by society standards, I'm a professional, uh, right? That's my line of work. It's what I do. Uh, exercise. I own a gym. And then I've been coaching uh, CrossFit for eight years. And then also uh, kind of really like a macro perspective. And then uh, what I think you'll get out of it, no matter what level you're at, is some like really uh, cool insights, understanding and experiences that elevate wherever you're at to the next level. Okay. So uh, this is really, really common when I'm coaching someone brand new. Okay. When I'm coaching someone brand new and they come in, I would say like eight out of 10 people have a uh, pretty dysfunctional squat. So when it's uh, dysfunctional, that means uh, one, they, I mean, obviously they don't, they just don't really know how to do it properly. Like the way they were designed to do it. But two, um, uh, they're either missing range of motion, right? If you imagine uh, I turn to the side, right? There's like the front side of my body and the back side of my body. Uh, just from a physics standpoint, the front and the back of your body should be working equally. Right? I just think the front and the back of your lower body should be working equally. Almost everybody is way more developed in the front and way less developed in the back. So that's an unbalance or a, um, a dysfunctional squat in that way. And then when you're dysfunctional, right, then you're putting stress in your joints in a way that it's not meant to bear load and then your knees hurt. And you're like, oh, squatting is dangerous or maybe dysfunctional squatting is dangerous. Okay. Now that's just the working out part. But, uh, what I actually would like to point out is that the, a lot of people, when they come in, they didn't actually even realize they weren't even aware that there was something dysfunctional there was with their squatting. You know, they just sit down, they stand up, they're squatting every day, but there was no awareness that it was even dysfunctional, okay? And then when we start people uh, like learning the basics, my goal isn't for them to move perfect because you know that's, that's just not the case. Like, you know, it, everybody, depending, you know, if you're tired, um, if the weight's too heavy, uh, you know, like you're going to move not perfect, okay? That's not, that's not the goal is to move perfect all the time. It's to have a standard of moving. And then even more importantly, awareness of what proper movement feels like and then when you're not doing it, what it feels like. So you could experience that differential. So then you could start auto-correcting. Okay. So, uh, obviously as you can tell, when it comes to, uh, exercise, uh, my focus, um, just from the pure exercise standpoint, never mind the mental, uh, even spiritual aspect, the pure exercise part is to get people to move functionally, to understand the way, what it feels like to move the way your body is designed. Uh, to have you move because once you have an awareness of that then um what you're focused on is different 
the potential, how high you could get is different, your enjoyment level is different, everything's different, okay? Now, what I would actually like to talk about more today, and I'm really, really excited, I'm actually really excited because uh, it's a little scary because I'm guessing no one's ever actually made a video or a podcast uh, talking about exercise in this way. Or if someone has, you know, maybe someone can let me know, but it's, it's a very, very uncommon conversation when exercising, okay? So, why you're working out determines how, how much joy and impactful results you can get. Okay, I'll say that again. Your why for working out determines how much joy and impactful results you can get. Okay, so for example, um, when you, uh, right now I'm gonna, I'm gonna speak to someone who is unhappy with the way their body looks, okay? So when you say like you look in the mirror or uh, you try on clothes and it doesn't fit right or uh, you see yourself in the picture and then you're just nitpicking at the way your body looks, okay? When you're doing that, Okay, it's not the way your body looks that bothers you. It's that there is an emotional association with uh, what it with, with what it means for your body to look that way, or for the clothes to not fit, right? And is it um, is it shame? Is it guilt? Is it uh, like I don't deserve? To be happy, right? There's an actual theme, and then along with that theme, there's a uh, emotional association with that. Okay. Now, without even figuring out, like, like um, if you don't get connected to the emotional association that's actually there, uh, unless there's a lot of, uh, unless you know, usually there's like some, like some kind of like trauma or pain or, or, or some painful event. It's very, very hard to shift out of that. And then what I noticed, and this is very, very common, is people will work out short-term or get some results short-term, but if you stretch that out over a longer period of time, right, they'll maybe change their diet or get really, really uh, excited for uh, working out for, say, even like three or six months, but then they'll kind of default back to whatever it was before, okay? So once you stretch it out, and um, I would say, I've seen it even up to a year and a half where someone looks like they kind of turned the corner, but until that baseline emotional association changes, they eventually go back to where they were before. Okay, so basically, um, if you think about it uh, as far as uh, 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 the whole idea of um, self-development or growth, they got a state change, right? But they didn't really get a level change. So when you get a state change, um, it's a temporary thing, right? Temporary could be a few seconds, a few minutes, or in this case, that person that extended a lot longer, they kind of got, got a state change for about a year. It was kind of a level change, but then they reverted back to the level they were at before, okay? And I'm mentioning this because just like squatting, right? To be able to help someone fix their squat, I have to have them be aware of what they're doing right now, exactly where they're at right now. You don't have to make it like wrong, like I'm a piece of shit, like I can't never do it right, whatever, right? And I'm not talking about that. It's just, look, this is where you're at right now. 
That's it. Okay. And then once you could feel or experience where you're at right now, all of a sudden there's a room to contrast. Okay. Where do you want to be? Ideally, where do you want to be? Okay. So I'll give you an example. Okay. And, uh, for those of you on video, you can see it. Uh, for those of you listening, uh, you can actually, uh, I'll describe it verbally. Okay. So if you have your left hand and your right hand facing each other in front of you, one hand is going to represent where you're at right now. Okay. So where you're at right now in regards to your body exercising, see which one actually fits better, right? Like it really describes it and then really, really just feel it. You know, if it, if it, if the words come up where you can actually uh, verbalize <clears throat> what, why you're working out right now. That's great. If not, you can just kind of feel why you're working out. You can do that too. Okay. And then once you get a feel for that, your other hand, right? The hand that's not the one that's where you're at right now represents where you want to be like the ideal situation. So, and I want you to focus on, right? Let's just say your goal is to have a six pack. Okay. If you have a six pack, what would that actually be like? What would that allow? Like almost like, like, you know, if you have to think of the ideal, like, is it pride that you have of it? Is it like a feeling of accomplishment? Is it confidence? Is it, um, is it a sense of uh, joy, like, like ease and, and, and just, just peace of mind um, uh, when you're walking around people? Like whatever that is, right? Yes, it's a six pack, but the six pack allows what? Okay, so there's, an, there's the goal, but then there's also an emotional association with that. Okay, so there's where you're at right now and just kind of get a feel for it. So if, say where I'm at right now is in my left hand, right? How, what does that actually feel like right now? And then if this is where I want to be, if that, I actually accomplished that, if I actually got a six pack and then all the emotional associations that I think that would come with it, what does that actually feel like? Okay. And then you can focus on where you're at right now and focus on where you want to be. Okay. Just being able to notice the difference between the two would actually open up something for you. Um, and, and what I'm presenting is, is, is actually really, really simple and like a, just like almost like, a in, like a, the first step entry level to something that could be like a thousand steps. But just that first step, if you can notice that, is a game changer. Okay, it'll actually break you out of uh, where you're at right now, right? Because if you have no actual awareness of what your current why for working out is, no matter what you try, it actually has to fit into the why for where you're working out. So, uh, if I give an example, okay. Uh, for those of you, uh, whether you've been this person where you experience, um, dating someone like this, right? If you've been a needy person in a relationship or dating, and that's me, I've been a needy person before embarrassing. Yes. Um, or you've dated someone who is needy. Okay. What is the emotional association with needy? Like what is like what like what's actually going on, right? Um, it could be a story where uh, it's a, it's an abandonment story, right? It's just something where um, I'm not worthy or good enough, and I'm a fraud, and the person will find out. Um, uh, uh, it's you know whenever someone doesn't give me the attention or do what I think they should do, it just means rejection, right? But like you can see, you, you kind of get a sense, right? If if 
you're not actually aware, just really aware of the theme or that, that feeling of neediness, what actually that emotionally means to you, then all the circumstances that you view, like, all, like basically like all the uh, stuff that's happened, well, it's because she <clears throat> doesn't respond to uh, my calls or texts enough or uh, uh, this person uh, doesn't invite me out all the time. Like, you know, my boyfriend doesn't invite me out all the time when he goes hangs out and goes and hang out. Uh, 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 like all that stuff that, that seems really, really real. Uh, you'll never actually change that baseline story. Okay, so then you could get a new, um, you could get a new boyfriend or girlfriend, right? And then it's like a new or a new boyfriend or girlfriend, but the theme is still there, right? And also, it could be someone that like on paper, it's like I should be attracted to this person, but because it doesn't, the person doesn't actually fit into your theme, then there's actually no attraction there, right? So then you can only really, really be attracted to people that fuel that theme. And then when it's someone that doesn't feel that theme, it just, you know, I don't know. She's, she's really, really pretty and you know, she's cool. Like she seems to have everything, but I just, you know, I just don't feel the attraction. Like what's going on? Why? Because you're not actually not aware of what's there right now. Okay. Kind of took it into the relationship route. You could get how this actually applies to area, every area of your life. Right. But we're we'll bring that back to fitness. What's the why for working out? Okay. And if it's not, effortless if exercising is not effortless for you so it doesn't mean you don't exert right um i don't know if you guys ever uh um if you think like like you you, you went on a uh uh let's just say you if you've ever like met someone where they're just like awesome chemistry and it's like usually you know you maybe you're an introvert because there's just so much chemistry. It's almost like next thing you know, it's been six hours. You guys were just talking and hanging out and laughing and having fun nonstop, right? You still had to talk and do stuff and think, but it was effortless. Like your experience of time is different, right? Or uh, I remember once, uh, uh, the first time I actually discovered MacBook uh, uh, Final Cut Pro. So that's something on the MacBook that you could use to edit videos. This was a few years ago. Uh, I had to learn how to do it, right? But this like, it was just like a lure of being able to actually cut and edit videos and like slow-mo and do stuff. Like it was just so cool. And uh, I remember like I sat down and it was like 7 p.m., right? And then by the time I was done editing the video, um, it was like two or three in the morning, right? So it's been like seven or eight hours. And just literally the time just flew by. And it was, there was like this, just like a, this like trance that I was just in. And did I spend did I like work at it? Did I, you know, like, did I put in effort? Yes. But like that experience of it was effortless. Okay. So right now, and again, we all have up and down days, right? It doesn't mean it's effortless all the time, but there's like a general level that you're at. If exercising for you isn't effortless, then the, the why can actually be upgraded. Okay. So if exercising for you isn't effortless, the why can it be upgraded? Doesn't mean that with whatever there's like bad or wrong right now, right? Because there's people that are in way better than shape than me, um, you know, who's more fit, who have, who are more defined or whatever. Um, like, like they're actually just you know better at CrossFit than me, right? And at the same time, 
they can still um, appreciate and find more joy and not be so attached to the results, but still being able to give, like, play full out and work really, really hard. That's their goal. Okay, so like, it's not even like, oh, well, I can, I can squat 550. You know, like, I don't need it. Like, at that level, you can even kick, another, kick it up another level, okay? And you know, like, is it effortless or not, right? Because uh, um, if there's a lot of efforting, it doesn't mean you can't accomplish great results, but it just, it's, 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 you don't, you don't get the same, uh, the, the, uh, the same kind of like joy and like gratitude and, and, and ease that can go into it without having to effort. You know, you can just work hard without having an effort. Okay. So, uh, I would actually say I consider, um, as far as my relationship of exercising, uh, I'm doing it at a very, very high level. doesn't mean I'm in the best shape. I, I know I'm not. Uh, um, but like my enjoyment and appreciation of it, my ability to uh, do the stuff I like, but then not be attached to it. So for example, I, li I like, I'm, I'm a competitive person. I like competing. And at the same time, right? Like I can enjoy the com competition part. And if I lose, slightly annoying for a little bit and then you just kind of move on right so it's like i can actually really really enjoy it uh uh you know i do it in a way where i always feel like i'm honoring my body uh not always for the most part almost always honoring my body and then when i'm not i could quickly catch myself right and it's something that like right now if i relate to exercising and working out i can actually do it um at a, at a high level for the rest of my life uh and something that i enjoy and, and it's, it's, it's effortless and I do work and I do work hard, um, but it doesn't feel like there's efforting. Okay. And, uh, for me, uh, I would say, you know, when I was in my, uh, teens, when I first started working out, it was cause everyone else was doing it. Right. And then I thought if I did it, girls would like me. Right. And then, uh, uh, in my for most of my 20s, uh, actually at least like like seven or eight years of my 20s, it felt like uh, it was homework. Okay, so there was a lot of efforting. Uh, and the efforting was, uh, well, I already had put in all this hard work before and that was kind of my identity. I'm known as a person that likes to work out a lot, right? So I felt like if I didn't do it, then, uh, then you know, my identity will fall apart and it's embarrassing. And, and also like, I feel like all the, all the effort that is, all the effort that I put into it before will be lost. Okay. And then, uh, especially I would say the last like two or three years. So I'm 36 now. Um, and that trans transition happened like throughout my thirties, but especially in the last two or three years, uh, it switched over to like, uh, like it's exercising for me fits into a much bigger uh, picture of of like, you know, like that's one of the ways for me to honor and respect myself and also set an example <clears throat> for those uh, people that I come in contact with, right? Even if they know it or not, right? Like, like I know that I'm actually like doing it, right? And, it, and it's like, and, and it allows me to, uh, to really be congruent and, and um, authentic in what I talk about, right? And so like, <clears throat> if you guys get a sense of this, uh, I actually don't actually really like to move, right? So like there's people that 
I, I tried going that route, just never, you know, I felt like a fraud. Like people were like, oh, I love like the endorphin rush, or I love moving. That's not my thing. And, and there's gonna be people like that, it's fine, right? You don't have to love moving, um, even though probably it's easier to just move if you already love moving. But it, like, I don't physically love moving. Uh, but like, <clears throat> it connects me that it's, it's a way to like honor um, myself, which, which is actually like honoring like the, the people I come in contact with, right? It allows me to be authentic and powerful and congruent with what I talk about. And, uh, and, and that makes it very, very effortless to just do what I need to do to work out, okay? So for you guys, uh, <clears throat> just a very, very simple exercise, right? It's like, okay, what is your why for working out right now, right? So I don't get fat. Um, so, you know, like whatever it is, and you know, just be honest and authentic with yourself, right? And then whatever the reason is, what's the emotional association with that, right? Like if, if you didn't do it, what would you actually feel? What would it mean, okay? And then from there, right? If you think about your ideal, like the, 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 the most impactful that the highest outcome you can think of right so like for example if you do crossfit it's like okay if you win the crossfit games i don't think you know not being but even if it's to win the crossfit games but what does that actually represent emotionally right is it like you've accomplished you like you've actually like proven yourself like like you know like like you finally got that chip off your shoulder like whatever it is right so there's an outcome but then there's also the most emotional association with that like just feel that and then just kind of notice the difference between the two and then just and see what happens. Uh, and I would love for you guys to actually uh, give me some feedback, right? So uh, leave my Instagram uh, in the, in the uh, description section. Uh, you can also just leave a comment if you're on YouTube or whatever. I uh, love to get the feedback. And also, I, I always forget to ask this. I'm gonna start asking now. If, uh, if you do find uh, this video or podcast useful, you know, like either like leave a review or like it, Follow, I actually don't, <laughs> not, not sure the option. I know for YouTube, you can uh, like and subscribe, which actually really help out. Um, and then, you know, I, I think a lot of the videos uh, I'm gonna do from now on will actually be featuring more stuff like this, but we can get more in depth and talk about different aspects of almost the awareness part of working out. And also here or there, there's some like, some crazy shit that happens, you know, um, you know, where it's a little, uh, uh, probably more polarizing topic. I'll talk about that too. Okay. So thank you guys for watching or listening and uh, I'll talk to you guys later. The sun goes down, the stars come out and all light comes is here and now. My universe will never be the same. I'm glad you came. Spell on me, spell on me You hit me like the sky Fell on me, fell on me And I decided you look well on me, well on me So let's go somewhere no one else can see you and me Turn the lights out now Now I'll take you by the hand Hand you another drink Drink it if you can Can you spend a little time? Time is slipping away Away from us, so stay